Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Health Media Now with award-winning author and host Denise Messenger for a lifetime of health empowerment. Live by being in the pink, meaning P stands for being persistent, I stands for using your intuition, N stands for networking, and K stands for obtaining knowledge. Preserve and protect your health by listening live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our guests entertain and share cutting-edge information. They share with you what may have taken years to achieve through experience in their field. Become inspired and motivated. Reach your full potential with fascinating tips and products. Receive a lifetime of benefits from authors, doctors, practitioners, healthcare providers, and learn about exciting new products. You asked for it, and we deliver. Now, here's your host, Denise Messenger. Hello, listeners. Today is April 30th, 2014. I don't know about you, but I'm really excited about this show today because, like I'm sure my listeners want to know, how to be healthy, have productive thoughts, and establish new beliefs. With these, and using the power of our imagination, we can create a life that we intentionally want to have. Our guest today is Carol Whitaker. She's the author of the book, Ridiculously Happy, The Secret to Manifesting the Life and Body of Your Dreams. She's a highly sought-after life transformation expert and a lifestyle fitness mentor. And now I would like to bring Carol onto our show. Welcome, Carol. Thank you, Denise. It's a pleasure to be here. How are you? Just great. Just great today. I'd like to start my shows out by asking my guests how they got on the path that they're on today. I definitely have a story with that question. (laughs) I actually had rheumatic fever when I was young, and that caused me to be very ill as I became older. I was on antibiotics for six years, and that destroyed my immune system, basically, and I ended up with chronic fatigue syndrome and Epstein-Barr. So my journey started many, many years ago. I'm in my 40s now, and it started when I was in my late teens, early 20s. And through my life journey of discovering, you know what, I don't have to be sick, I don't have to be unwell, I don't have to be unhappy with my health and well-being, I can choose to be happy, I can choose to be in control of my life by being in control of my thoughts and my emotions. And so as I did that, I became so inspired and so motivated to transform my life that everything started to fall into place. And as I turned to God and said, okay, I'm ready to create my life on purpose, teach me what I need to know, everything started to just multiply in front of me in such a way that my life and my body transformed so much so that it got me to where I am today. How many, so you were diagnosed at 13 with these conditions Uh and then how many years thereafter? Well, rheumatic fever took me about a year or so to get over. The sickness itself was about six months long, but the, the actual frailty of it, the leftover residual of it, mm-hmm. was about a year. So throughout that time, I was on antibiotics for six years, 
And then I had wow. an acute reaction to penicillin. And then that's when I was diagnosed with chronic fatigue and Epstein-Barr. So I, I was always oh bitch. I was always in bed. I was always miserable. Oh. I was a happy person, but inside I was miserable. I'm like, I feel horrible. I feel like I have the flu all the time with no energy and my my muscles would ache. And I, even though I was even diagnosed with fibromyalgia at one time. So I know what it feels like to feel yucky. It wasn't until mm-hmm. I was in my early 20s that I started to turn my life around. In fact, Denise, one time I was laying in bed and I would, because I, I can't really get up and do much. I'd get up and get showered. I'd take care of my little babies and I'd lay back in bed. And I would, I would read fitness magazines. I love, I've always loved being active and so forth. But I have the energy and I just daydream. I look at these fitness models and think, oh, what would it be like to have a physique like that? That is so awesome. And then slowly but surely, as I started to transform my life and my health, I became stronger and stronger, both mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, that everything came together so much so that my physique and my body not only got healthier, but I transformed my physique. My physique now is incredibly lean. In fact, I'm in better shape now in my 40s than I was even in my 30s and 20s. So it just goes to show, as you were talking about in the game show, that we can clear life intentionally, including our bodies. So why don't you take the listeners through the steps that you went through to, to achieve this? Sure. And as a lifestyle coach and a life coach, I do this with my clients as well. The very mm-hmm. first thing you need to do is you need to let go of your limiting thoughts and beliefs. So many people, when they're diagnosed with illnesses or they, are, they have this DNA or they have like, they say, oh, I'm, I'm just prone to be fat because my family's fat or whatever it might be. We all have our own belief systems and how we were raised is a big part of it. And the conditioning around us, our environment creates our belief systems. So what I had to do is I, and I do this with my clients, is I teach them how to let go of what I like to call limiting beliefs. And limiting beliefs are just thoughts and beliefs you have about yourself and about your life and the world around you that you go throughout your day every day in reflecting these beliefs. So if I, for example, I was, I was always thinking I'm always sick and I'm always tired. That was my mantra. I always feel sick. I'm always tired. I'm always fatigued. I tell myself that all the time. And so mm. when you tell yourself something over and over, it's a habitual thought pattern. It becomes a paradigm in your mind, which keeps you from achieving that which you actually really want to be and do and have. So as I start to realize this, and, thought, and I start to really study, I mean, I study my little heart. I still study today. Um, the power of intention, the powers mm-hmm. of the universe that God made for us, and the power to literally choose our thoughts. And when I realized how powerful our thoughts and feelings and emotions are, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> okay, I can choose my life. I'm a child of God. I have divinity within me. I can do this. And so mm-hmm. as I started to think more positively and think, no, I love my body. I'm so grateful for my body. I'm so grateful I get to eat healthy healthy whole foods and I'm so grateful I get to get up and be with my family and, and move and my body started to change and my mantra wasn't I'm so sick and tired I'm so sick and tired all the time it's mm-hmm. I'm feeling good today and even if I was fatigued you know a little more fatigued because some days are better than others I would not let myself get down I'd say no today's the best day ever and the best is yet to come and as I did that my body's energy level within the, the vibration I had was elevated up. I call it shifting. 
And as it shifted up, I became more empowered. As I became more empowered, I had more energy. And as I had more energy, I desired to eat cleaner, healthier foods because food has energy. And so that's what you crave. You crave the way you feel, the same food you feel, the energy vibration. And then I started having the energy to actually work out. And then I got into weightlifting, and then my whole, my whole world took off. Everything mm-hmm. about my world increased from my health and fitness to my business. My business took off. I started two companies, and it was just, yeah, and my family is I've always been by my side cheering me on, and it just brought us all closer together because of it. Hmm. A lot of what you're saying, I talk about a book that I read a while back called The Biology of Belief by Bruce Lipton. Mm-hmm. If you've never read it, yeah. it's pretty fascinating. And what he talks about is your thoughts and how they affect every cell in your body. Yes, it does. It absolutely does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he was a scientist, so he pretty much has substantiated that. I love that. Well, it's very well. If we can do it, you can substantiate yourself. Even if you think a really happy thought, you literally can feel the elevation of your body within. You feel that mm-hmm. energy shifting up. And if you think of something really sad or depressing, you feel like you're getting bogged down. Well, that's just mm-hmm. your cells and your actual body chemistry shifting and changing with the vibration of that thought. Exactly. It's so cool. <laughs> I love Did it. Did you come to that? Did you come to that through some of your readings? Oh yes, and studying and pondering and oh yeah, I I would listen to books on tape and I'd read books and I would I would um, get online. I'd study all I could and then I'd implement it and experience it my in my own life and my own intuition became so keen that I could read other people's energy so so clearly. In fact, with my coaching, because my energy when I coach is a very high energy and I lock it in, mm-hmm. so to speak, mm-hmm. that when I'm, when I'm doing my coaching with my clients, I can understand how they're feeling by reading and sensing their energy, which oftentimes they don't even know about. They just know they feel uncomfortable and they don't like how they feel. But when I help them understand what they're feeling and why they feel that way and I, try and, and I help them to open up to this new awareness, like, oh, yeah, how did you know that? And I'm like... Because your your energy told me, your spirit basically said, okay, this is what we need help with. And it all just is like reading a book. It's really scientific and it's really, really awesome. When you're able to capture the power of thought and energy and the power of thinking, the world, your world literally becomes like your oyster. It's a mm-hmm. wonderful way to live. So why don't you talk to listeners about the mirror effect? The mirror effect is very cool. So the energy we have within us is a vibe. We've all heard of vibes. So if someone says, oh, they, they, that person gives me bad vibes or rubs me wrong, or that person, she's just bad vibes, we just were connected. Well, that is because the energy you give off reflects out to others and it reflects back to you. So, when you, for example, if you were to go shopping at your favorite store and you walked up to the cash register, the assistant helping, you would be, if you were really happy and just having a great day because you found the most amazing shoes and you put them on the counter and she looked at you, she could have been having a really lousy day. But because of your spirit of happiness and the energy mm-hmm. you're putting off, 
she would reflect back to you a great big smile and say, oh, these are beautiful shoes. How are you? And, and you'd have a delightful conversation. But on the flip side, if you were in a rush and you didn't find the shoes you wanted, so you had to compromise, or you even did find the shoes you wanted and you were frustrated because you were late for a meeting or something, you quickly put on the counter and you were kind of sharp in your energy and your undertone, then guess what? You would probably get that right back. And the, the cashier, the lady at the other side would be like, okay, let's just get this customer out of here. And she'd quickly do the transaction and you'd walk away. And you would feel that tension. In fact, Mm -hmm. our energy is so powerful that our energy speaks to each other before we even speak audible words. And that is the mirror effect going back and forth. So that's why you can Mm. walk into a room and just click with someone really quickly and think, oh, I feel like I've known you forever because you're mirroring back to each other. Or on the flip side, if you walk into a room, you're like, okay, there's something about this room I don't like. Well, there was someone in that room that was projecting their energy towards you that rubbed you the wrong way, and that was a warning sign. Your body's like, oh, this does not match us. Mm-mm, let's go. And that's called the mirror effect. Everything in your, in your life is a reflection of what you think and feel, your belief systems, how people treat you, your relationships, how you do well at work or how you are even doing financially. It's all a mirror back to you of what you believe about yourself and about your, the various areas of your life. So if there's some areas of your does, life you absolutely thrive in, then you have strong beliefs. Does the mirror effect, um, is it different from the power of the law of attraction or not? Well, it is different in the fact there's two folds to it. Because like attracts like in all things, and it's part of it. But the mirror effect, when you're, when you're honoring and you're putting out that, inf- that energy, then you're going, if someone's happy, they'll have to think twice not to fall into that frustration energy you have to respond back to you. And the law of attraction is basically the same idea as when you have an energy of thought, it goes out into the universe, and that energy is collected and is, is orchestrated and brought back to you in the circumstances, places, and experiences in your life. So it's basically the same thing, but, in the same, but yet when you say mirror effect, it's an instant manifestation. You know exactly what you're putting off okay. by what's coming back to you. That makes sense? Where the law of attraction, yeah. things can come to you now, but other things that you're thinking about could take a week to two weeks to a year from now. And there have been so many books written about the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. It's a powerful law. So, the, all the laws of the universe are very powerful, just like the law of gravity, mm-hmm. the law mm-hmm. of the harvest. Yeah. So how do we define our our dreams? Well, first you have to know what you want. A lot of us forget our dreams and we forget our passions. The best mm-hmm. way to define your, your dreams is to take time, to self-reflect and to contemplate what did I love to do as a child? If you've forgotten your dreams and you've forgotten what you love to do, go back to your childhood. What did you daydream about? What did you say, someday I'm going to do this or I'm going to be this? What is it that you used to love to do? Did you love to play in the water? Did you love to ride horses? Did you love to draw? What was it that you loved to do? And when you reconnect with that inner child within you, and your, which is basically your authentic self, then it opens up your mind to achieve and become that which you actually want to be, and that's when dreams come alive. In fact, as adults, we often let our imagination mm-hmm. dwindle and kind of fizzle away, and our imagination is the most powerful aspect of us. 
It's our imagination, our mind, that allows us to create our lives on purpose. So to activate your imagination allows you to dream and to dream big. But it's not enough just to dream. You had to have action. You had to believe that what you're dreaming about can actually come true. And if you don't, it won't. But if you firmly mm-hmm. believe it and you stay laser focused on it and you visualize it every day and you see it in your mind's eye with gratitude as though you're already living that way, then the whole energy of motion goes into play and things will start to show up. Stepping stones will come before you and doors will open where there are only walls and pretty soon you'll realize that this person led to that person and that person led to this experience and this experience is what needed to, to meet that person and then you start to see that your dreams that you created and the goals you set forth to do begin to come to fruition. But it's a beautiful yeah. gestation period that you need to enjoy yeah. and embrace. A recent experience that I had, I'm enrolled in a sculpture class, and some of the projects, they just opened up a whole artistic side of me that I realized I used to to love to do as a child. There you go. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a perfect example. Perfect mm-hmm. example. And I bet when you did that, I bet you felt like a child. I bet you felt free and your worries just melted away and you were so involved and focused on that project that you just felt that light, beautiful, euphoric feeling within. Well, the possibilities just doing this one particular project. I mean, I took it way overboard. <laughs> My enthusiasm oh, was just really, <laughs> really See, way out there. How mm-hmm. neat. And wasn't it just it really, so refreshing to feel that way? It's like, ah, this is awesome. Well, well, what's interesting about it was in my 20s, I started to oil paint for a while. And I probably oil painted for about two years. And I never took lessons but my work was evaluated at one time, and I was at an intermediate level. And then I just oh, wow. stopped, completely stopped, and have never really taken it up since. And you have to wonder, you know, as life goes on, it's kind of that Maslow theory, the pyramid theory, mm-hmm. where, you know, you're so busy, you know, raising your family and working, et cetera, exactly right. that 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 free time for artistic expression kind of has to take a back seat. Yeah, and sometimes it takes a back seat with us not even consciously being aware of it. It just sort of disappears. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, then, and that's why you know, when, we're talk- long- when we were talking earlier about how um, you found that weightlifting really transformed your your body and your mind and your soul... Um, I had that similar experience in my early 20s where I needed some kind of outlet and I was looking for some form of transformation. Mm-hmm. And um, it really does do that. <laughs> oh, yes, it does. When you honor your body, and many, many people don't realize that your body needs tender, loving care just as much as it needs food and sleep. And when you honor it and you love it and you respect it with the food it craves and not with your, for your emotions but actually your body and you exercise like it's designed because we're not designed to sit on the couch. We're not designed to sit behind computers all day. Our bodies are designed right. to be very active. And when you do that, then it becomes healthier and more rejuvenated and vitality just soars through the roof. And you look younger and everything about you, 
everything about you expands because you're honoring your body and you honor your body, you're able to honor your spirit within and then your mind is in harmony with God, your spirit, your body, and you have this beautiful, harmonious whole being rather than someone that's just on survival mode, going to work, coming home and taking care of the family, cleaning the house, going to bed, going to work, and just like, you know, Groundhog's Day. And when you mm-hmm. come to really, truly say, you know what, no, I, I, I love myself. I'm grateful for my body. I take care of it. I'm going to do what I can do to make the best I can be, to become the best I can be and to care for my body the best I know how. And when you do that, your body will literally shift in vibration. And when you go to the kitchen to eat, and this is a truth, the regular food you used to be drawn to, like the chips and the cakes and the ice cream and cookies and pastas and all those different things that are loaded with high carbs and sugars, you'll realize that they won't look quite as appetizing because your body wasn't designed to have that type of food. It was designed to have whole fruits and vegetables and wonderful lean meats and just wonderful variety of, of vegetation. And when you that way with the nuts and the seeds and the fishes and so forth, your body's just like, yes, this is exactly what I needed. Thank you. And then you feel so much better and the hands of time start to go backwards rather than forwards. It literally slows down the you're aging because your cells are rejuvenating quicker and faster. And when, for me, when I lift weights, and for all people, but for me, when I lift weights, it absolutely makes it so I feel younger because my body is leaner and thinner than had I not taken the time to respect it and work out. And when I do that, mm-hmm. my physique and my mind and my body and spirit, just, it's just it's like, okay, life is good. What do I need to do today, you know? It's so wonderful. It's just a wonderful feeling. And that feeling brings that beautiful contentment and that inner peace and, and, this, and the whole sense of being happy and not just somewhat happy but truly ridiculously happy. And that's why I titled my book Ridiculously Happy because when you're able to really let go of limiting thoughts and beliefs and create this beautiful new passageway of, you know what, I, I love who I am. I'm so grateful I'm me. I can become whatever I want to be. And that's a whole new, that's like taking blinders off a horse and letting it run free. It's the neatest thing ever. It's just such a wonderful feeling. Where would somebody start? They start by contemplating what their belief systems are about themselves. What is their self-image? Your self-image is the most powerful image you have in your mind. If you see yourself as being unsuccessful or being poor or always having to struggle with your weight or you'll always have health issues, then that's how you'll always be. However, if you say, you know what, that's, those are just limiting thoughts, those are just paradigms in my subconscious mind that are not true. They do not serve me. They're, they're typically just basically false beliefs. So if you're able to take that information that you, that you gather about yourself, you say, no, nope, I don't want to be that way. And you release it by, there's different ways to release it. You can write it down on a piece of paper, your limiting beliefs about yourself and how you see yourself, and then on the right side of the paper to write down what you actually can and will become and that you truly believe you can change and, and fulfill that which you desire. And you can rip it up and take the left side and burn it and shred it, whatever you want to do. And then take that right side that has all the positive affirmations about yourself and the positive beliefs, and you can place it where you can see it every day. And at the bottom, I always write, thank you, Lord, because everything we have is from God. So 
when you contribute back the thankfulness of, yeah, I can be this, this is what I was designed to be, then what happens is the neurons in your brain, the neural pathways actually change, and you're able to transform your belief system. But it's just like lifting weights. You have to do it consistently. You have to be very respectful of yourself when you have limiting thoughts that come in, the old thought patterns, and say, nope, that's just the old me. Let it go and not so self-sabotage yourself or thinking, I can't believe I'm thinking this way again. How did I fall into this rut again? Just let it go and say, nope, that means only means that something better is in store for me. This is my new way of belief. This is my new way of thinking. And it takes time, just as it takes time to build, to transform a physique, it takes time to transform your mindset and your pattern of thought and thinking. But with, as with all things, if you do it every single day, you can create a new habit of being positive, and then once you have this beautiful mindset of, yeah, okay, I got this, I can do this, then you can truly start making goals that you think, oh, yeah, I can do this, I can achieve this, and then you'll have the sort of the, the forward thinking of saying, okay, if I do this and this and this, then I can accomplish it, and the fortitude within will come out, and you'll be able to stay laser focused on your goal until you do achieve it, and then once you do, you get to celebrate and create a new goal, an even grander, bigger goal. <laughs> Because we're always, <laughs> always expanding. It's part of who we are. And listeners, we're, we're talking with Carol Whitaker. She's the author of Ridiculously Happy, The Secret to Manifesting the Life and Body of Your Dreams. You're giving us some really great tips, Carol. What, um, what is the magic of reality boards? What is that? Oh, I do love my reality boards. Okay. So if you've done the, what I just talked about, if you have a firm foundation of who you are and what you can accomplish and you believe, even, if, even though you can't see the end result, if you just believe, yeah, I can, I can set goals and achieve them, that's all you need. You need that belief system first for reality boards, otherwise known as vision boards. I like to call them reality boards. When you have that firm foundation, then when you put things on your board, your subconscious mind will look at that and think, oh, that's exactly what I want to be and we can do and we can have. So what you want to do is you want to figure out what you want to accomplish within the next month to a year to even two years and then go through and get and basically you're going to make a collage of images that best represent what you want to achieve or become or to have. So what I like to do and how I've always done my reality boards is I always have a picture of Christ and my family in the middle of my board because that's the hub. That's the foundation of my life. I lift my family in for, um, for my Savior. So when I have that in the center and I have God at my heart and my family right there, then everything else I stand out from. So then I put my finance and my business and what we want to do for vacations and what I want to do with my, my horses. I have horses too. And different things in my physique and so forth in my career. And as I do that, then this beautiful collage of images is a perfect reminder to my subconscious mind, oh, yep, that's what we're going to create. Oh, yep, that's what we're going to create. And once again, the power of thought has vibration. And every time you look at that, it sends out a signal. It's a rock of desire to collect the people, circumstances, and events and orchestrate to bring it back to you. Some things manifest really quickly and some things take longer. But if you always stay focused on it, Slowly, line upon line, things will start to come to, to fruition. You're like, oh, look at that. That happened. In fact, mm-hmm. that's how I got my beautiful Frisian stallion, Apollo. I actually put um, a Frisian stallion. I already had a Frisian stallion on my reality board. 
But the free design I had on my reality, excuse me, let me, let me preface this again. I already had a Frisian in my barn. I already had a Frisian gilding. But he didn't have long hair. So I put a Frisian on my reality board that had really long hair that went down to the middle of its leg. <laughs> and I thought, okay, Xander doesn't have this long mane, but I'm going to see if I can help will it to grow. So I put it on there. And then shortly thereafter, I started having a thought of owning a stallion. And I thought, okay, I can own a stallion. I'll get a stallion once my book gets going, my career really takes off. I'll buy more land, I'll get this barn, I'll have my mares on one side, my stallion on the other, and this is how my, my thoughts were thinking. I had zero resistance, zero resistance that I could have a stallion. But my way of thinking was, I'll have it in the future. So what I would do is I would visualize myself with this stallion, I'd look at this stallion, I'd look at, and I'd think about it all the time, and then, lo and behold, shortly thereafter, a few, I think it was just a few weeks, actually, this all started to transpire, I felt impressed to call one of my clients and see if she wanted to buy my, my Frisian that I already had, Xander, because she was madly in love with him. And she said, yes. yes. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> in fact, the first time I felt the impression, I pushed the phone away and I said, no, <laughs> I'm not calling Michelle. No. And it came a second time, like, okay, fine, I'm calling so once she said yes, I'm like, great, okay, now what? I'm without a horse. This is crazy. And then the stallion popped into my mind. And this is how the reality board works. So lo and behold, I had a stallion. I found him online. I saw him. I knew he was the one for me, and he's, he's my equine soulmate. He is the most amazing. In fact, if you haven't seen him, go to royalgrowthstables.com, and you can see pictures of my stallion and I. But he is truly, Apollo's my soulmate. And as I went back before I brought Apollo home, I looked at my reality board again for a second time, like truly look at it, it was a stallion mm-hmm. on my board. And I didn't even know I put a stallion on my board. So see how powerful that is? Very powerful. What was yeah, the website? So Royal what? Royalgrovestables.com. Like a grove of trees, uh-huh. stables.com. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Apollo, or if you even put Apollo... Friesen Stallion in Google, tons of pictures mm-hmm. of him will come up. But he oh is the most incredible. He is famous. He's very famous, yes. He's, he's actually <laughs> imported from Holland, and he is the most majestic stallion oh, with a heart of gold. Friesians are a fairy tale horse. They have really, really long curly hair. They only come in black. And um, they have feathers or furry feet and great big, huge tails, wavy tails, and they're very action. They're, they have a high neck presence, confirmation, and they have really high knee action. So those of you that are my era, because I'm in my 40s, mm-hmm. if you saw Lady Hawk, that black stallion in Lady Hawk, that's a Frisian. Mm-hmm. Or Zorro, uh-huh. more recent, that's a Frisian. So the Frisian breed is just, is just, it's it's truly it just it brings that it's an emotional experience. Like I can't watch a Frisian video on my computer and not get emotional. They're just very special horses. So to have a Frisian stallion is is a beautiful gift from above, literally. And it's all because my mind could see it. I felt it. I used all my senses when I daydreamed about him, and I allowed my imagination to soar. And then when I rode Xander, my other my other Frisian. I would visualize this Frisian stallion hair blowing in the wind across my body because her hair is so long. And now I'm living that dream. Apollo's hair really does do that. 
So it's really did, helpful. How did, the how did Apollo come to you? How did Apollo, Apollo come to you? Came, he was a gift from God, and I am not over-exaggerating when I say that. So when I felt impressed, when the Spirit said, okay, call Michelle, see if she wants to buy Xander, I'm like, okay. So I went to my uh-huh. knees, I'm like, okay, I don't do anything without prayer. So I went to my knees, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> what am I supposed to do? I sold my horse, and quite frankly, I'm, I'm kind of scared to get a stallion because I have a mare in my barn, and I have a small barn. And so I, I prayed about it, and this is a beautiful life lesson I'm about to share with you. I found a stallion, and I thought, oh, he's the one. That's the stallion for me. And I was so excited about him. He was really tall. He was young. He had tons of hair. And as I went to buy him, I felt incredibly, incredibly um, discerned within, thinking there's something wrong. I shouldn't buy this horse. And I went to buy to put the money down for the down payment, and I didn't have enough money in a particular account. I'd have to transfer it from one account to another, and I didn't realize that. So I called the lady that I was going to buy the stallion from and told her, I said, I don't have enough money in this account, but I can get it in a couple of days. It has to take time to wire the transfer over and um, from one bank to another. And so she was disgruntled by that, and she said, you know what, I'm just going to sell the stallion to this other lady that made an offer on him. And I was beside myself. I'm like, what? No, 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 no. At the same time, I felt like there, there's just something not, quite, something not quite right about it. But I thought, my, my mind thought, that it was because I was worried about having a, a mare in my barn. So I went home, and I was very, very, very sad. I was really sad. I'm like, what the heck? I sold my other horse, and I thought I found the right Frisian and stallion, and now I don't have a horse, and, and I was just beside myself. So I went to my barn. And I was basically talking to my husband and my, my cute husband. He's, he's my sweetheart, love my life. He's like, babe, don't worry about it. Something better is in store. And right as he said that, I got that same comforting feeling come over me saying, yes, another, a better one's in store for you, Carol. And then I'm like, all right, fine. I had this peace almost come over me. So then I came into my home, went to the computer, turned on the computer, and I went and found, I didn't mean to, obviously, but I was led to Apollo's site. And when I saw him... I had actually seen him a couple years before and fell in love with him, but he wasn't for sale then. When I saw him, I'm like, there he is. He's the one for me. And I bought him, and he was in my barn about three oh. weeks later. And, and when I first saw Amazing. him, I don't ever buy horses without following my heart. So I buy horses unseen all the time. Not all the time, but when mm-hmm. I buy them. And people say to me, oh, you're crazy. I'm like, no, no. I let my energy, my spirit lead me. Because horses, animals mm-hmm. have spirits. They have energy. And his spirit was calling out to me. It was literally calling out to me, saying, Mom, come and get me. Here I am. And when I brought him home, it was like, it, it was the most magical experience. I had him shipped in, trailered in, and from another state. And when he came here, when I saw him, it was like, there you are. It was like love at first sight. I kid you not. And he followed <laughs> me around like a puppy dog. He licked me. Oh, my he, gosh. I mean, and he has these big, deep black, and he, when he, he still does this today, he literally puts his head down to me, he looks deep into my soul with his eyes, and then he goes, put his head in my chest, or he'll wrap his neck around me and give me a hug. He's the most oh. incredible stallion. Oh, he's incredible. If you could come out here and meet him, Denise, if you ever come to Utah, you need, you need to come and meet Apollo. Yeah, and, I need to come um, see this horse. <laughs> you do. He's incredible. Oh, he's incredible. And, and my cute mare, he's, she's just mm-hmm. two stalls down from him, my daughter's horse. And he's a complete gentleman. So the first horse, although the first stallion, 
he was beautiful and everything, but there was something that was not right for me. And at the time, I was so frustrated. But then when I realized, you know what, when one door closes, a better one, a mm-hmm. bigger one is ready before you. And as I as as I let go of that resistance to trying to control the situation, to saying, okay, but, you know, I leave it up to, to uh, the heavens to bring it all together for me, let the universe take care of it, <laughs> he showed up. And it was the most magical experience. And he is, he is a... Uh, he is a approved stallion with the Frisian Horse Society. And so, and he has a whole bunch of other awards behind him. And his, uh-huh. his pedigree is incredible, incredible. His sire is a world champion. So see how, the, see how it all works. When you have, when you oh, move yeah. forward in faith and you let go of the resistance mm-hmm. of control, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. honey, don't worry about that one. We have something bigger in store for you. Then that's how it works. And it's really, really powerful. And it's really, it really is. fun. <laughs> it's a fun way to live. So I'm curious. I got to follow. You, um, you have children, and you know, not to mm-hmm. delve into your personal life, but I, I would assume because of the influence of you that your children have a little different view of life than perhaps oh, other kids. Yes. Yes, yes, they do. In fact, it's, it's I'm great and happy you brought that up. I have three beautiful children, and they are the light of my life, literally. I lift my husband and my children. I have a 19-year-old, a 16-year-old, and a 12-year-old. Oh, and, my um, gosh. <laughs> yes, I do. And I don't feel like I'm old enough to have that, but I am. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> they are so powerful. My oldest son... He is the most optimistic, powerful young man I have ever met. And it's not mm-hmm. just how they were raised. They're, they have, they were born with their spirits. But by teaching them, because I teach them exactly the way I live and everything I've learned, they've been raised that mm-hmm. way. They know they can become mm-hmm. anything they set their mind to. And they're always positive. They're always optimistic. And they're incredibly respectful of others. And they're thankful. And every day, we, our family motto is, today's the best day ever. And, and the best is yet to come. And when we do that, oh. then my Amazing. kids will, and we always say, it's going to get better, the best is yet to come. My kids will say, see, Mom, the best was yet to come. Look what just happened. And it's so cute. They totally acknowledge it. And on the flip side, they understand that we choose our thoughts. We choose how we feel through our, our thoughts and emotions. We can choose to take offense. We can choose to act or react. It's up to us. Nobody can mm-hmm. make us feel the way we feel. Nobody can make us think the way we think. It's our choice. It's our free agency. And even my cute son, bless his heart, he's so awesome. If he, if he um, <laughs> gets frustrated, he instantly mm-hmm. regroups, comes back and says, Mom, I'm sorry. Let's start over. I'm like, yeah. Wow. It's going to be a great big hug and kiss and say I love you. And my daughter's the same way. My daughter and I, she's 16, and we're best friends. All of, we're all mm-hmm. incredibly close, incredibly close family. And a lot of people say, oh, teenage years. I'm like, oh, no, bring them on. I love my teenagers. They're incredible. We just get closer and closer as we get older because oh. they understand how powerful they are. They understand that they can create their mm-hmm. life experiences through their attitude and their thinking, and they are the ones that can either be make their life really, really successful and awesome and happy and joyful or miserable and sad and complacent and, just, mm-hmm. and filled with, with despair. They can choose. Choice. They can. That's right. Yep. Yeah. You can choose to be happy yeah. or unhappy. Yes. Yeah, so a lot of people don't think about that. 
They don't. And a lot of people think that their emotions are them, and we're not our emotions. All our emotions are and our feelings are us sensing that we're off course. That's all it is. We're just feeling a low Mm -hmm. vibration, which our body does not like, and it brings it comes across as, oh, this is uncomfortable. Mm -mm, I don't like how I feel. And that's what Mm -hmm. makes us feel that way. But when you regroup, you can change that. Yeah, sure. Getting back to your book, Ridiculously Happy, The Secret in Manifesting the Life and Body of Your Dreams, um, you wrote the book to empower women to love themselves unconditionally mm-hmm. and to mm-hmm. believe in themselves fully. So the audience right. is definitely women for this for this book? And yeah, well, I have men too, but, but mostly my clientele is mostly women. 95% women. Oh, okay. And so all the teachings apply to men as well. And I mentioned that in the foreword of my book. All the principles, mm-hmm. same, all go to guys as well. But mostly my clients are women, and that's my, that's my niche is, is empowering women. So men and women alike, I do motivational speaking as well, and I speak to all different sorts of groups. And so everything's the same for each one of us. Gender is, is unbiased when it comes to the law of attraction, yes. what we create and so forth. So, yeah. I just wrote it to women, particularly because that's mostly the ones that most of I your teach, clients. My clientele. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't imagine though that your teachings have anything to do with gender. Oh no, of course not. It's all the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's just mostly my women are the ones that go to the life coaches and buy the self-help books more so. My sweet husband. Oh. He's never bought one in his life. I mean, of course men do, but for the majority. Mm-hmm. Women are very much more emotional, and men are more analytical yes. thinkers. And we want to fill that void of, why do I feel this way? We, I want to get rid of this. So, And men just, <laughs> they work it out in their own different way. But I, I, have, I coach men as well, and men have bought my books as well. Many men, actually. But it's just geared <laughs> that way just because that's my clientele. That's the only reason why. So why don't you tell our listeners how they can obtain your book, or if they happen to live in the... Utah area. Um, I don't know what cities you practice your um, lifestyle fitness. Well, I actually do it all online oh, and via phone. Oh, so you do? Most of my, yeah. So uh, what I do is, how I do my coaching is I do a life lesson on the body, mind, or spirit Monday through Friday via email. And then I send a week's uh, menu and a week's worth of routines and then once a week they get a coaching call one-on-one with me kind of like what we're doing right now where we delve into Mm -hmm. their energy and try to shift them and help Mm -hmm. them clear out and create new belief systems and focus on their goals and how to attain them and that's once a week so most of my clients actually are out of state and not even in utah oh interesting yeah so if you go to carolwhitaker.com just my name c-a-r-o-l-w-h-i-t-a-k-e-r Dot com, mm-hmm. and you can click on services and see all my different services I offer. And then to buy my book, it's on sale on Amazon, and it's available on soft copy and hard and hardcover, and then also on, and as an ebook and an audiobook on the narrator. I did an audiobook for my. I have several therapists that um, love my book and asked me to do an audiobook before it was even launched, before my book launched. And so oh, I did that idea. for their clients and. Yeah, yeah, and and really, it's really important. I'm so glad I did it. Um, it's really important, as I mentioned earlier in the in the call in this interview, mm-hmm. is 
repetition is key. And so the audio is really nice because you can listen to it every single day. And having the book is nice because I wrote it in sections and I have exercises that you can easily turn to for whatever particular day you or need. You have a, a particular day that you want to refresh upon or, or to shift your vibration. You just turn to that chapter and do the exercises to help remind you and do the, the key points. So it's, it's available in a whole bunch of different formats. Oh, well, that's really nice to know. I'm glad I asked you to clarify all that. Yeah, huh. thank you. Well, it's been really great having you as our guest today. And thank again, you so much. We've, been talking, we've been talking with Carol Whitaker, and she's the author of Ridiculously Happy, The Secret in Manifesting the Life in the Body of Your Dreams. Her website, if you want to go visit it, is carolwhitaker.com. So thank you so much, Carol. I wish you much happiness, wellness, and continue your wonderful work of um, thank you. providing such a wonderful platform to help people transform their lives to the lives that they really want to live. Thank you so much. It's been so fun being on your show. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to have you on again. I'd be happy to. You just let me know. Great. Thank you. All right. Thank you, um, listeners. Thank you, Carol. We will be back again next Wednesday, 4 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. I wish you all well. Bye-bye for now. We celebrate our listeners worldwide and invite you to contact Denise at www healthmedianow.com with any questions you may have and follow her on Twitter at Health Media Now and Facebook at Health Media Now. For those interested in an advertising campaign on her show, contact Lisa at knowledgeworkspub.com. Be sure to visit gotcancernowwhat.com for information on Denise Messenger's award-winning book, Got Cancer? Now What? I just wanted to remind all listeners that the contents of this show is based upon the opinions of Denise and her guest. It is not intended to replace a one-on-one relationship with a qualified healthcare professional, and it's not intended as medical advice. We only want to share knowledge and information. We encourage you to make your own healthcare decisions based upon your research and in partnership with a qualified healthcare professional of your choice. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Bye-bye.